This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Yo, happy Monday. It is the Jason Walker Show. Having a ton of internet problems right now, so bear with us. Um, man, hopefully we can get the show on today. That would be great. Here inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave on a uh, beautiful Monday. A little windy in the uh, capital city, but uh, dealing with it. Congratulations to uh, some golfer, uh, golfers that won some uh, club championships over the weekend, both at Bill Roberts and the Green Meadow. We'll talk about that uh, uh, later on in the show. Um Trying to figure out what's going on at the White House right now. There is uh, the president was uh, giving a speech or get set to give a speech and immediately was um, roughed, uh, rushed out of the uh, the White House press briefing room um, by Secret Service. So try to figure out what's going on there. Apparently, there are uh, reports of shots being fired outside the White House, and uh, now he's back at the podium. Says there was a shooting. Somebody's been taken to the hospital. It was outside the White House. So, okay, well, we know. Uh, just adding to a, a crazy, crazy day, right? Um, a crazy weekend, crazy little bit of everything. <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's crazy. And that's a, that's a good word for it, right? Uh, what we're uh, seeing across the, uh, the country with college football and really all of college athletics. There's breaking news that came out today. Uh, we'll talk about here in just a second. Um, coming up on the show today, though, we are going to chat with uh, Saints Carroll College Saints volleyball coach Mo Boyle after her season uh, was moved to the fall by the Frontier last week. Uh, also going to check in with Noah Kovic, the uh, Capital Wrestling star who um, just won a big tournament, and uh, we'll check in uh, with the, the kid. State Legion wrapped up, both the AA and the A. Congratulations to uh, the Billings Blue Jays and the Bozeman Bucks. Go Bucks, repeating um, state champs, which is, uh, as, a, as a Buck alum, that's, that's awesome. They beat Helena 5 nothing yesterday in the championship. So, uh, let's see, where else are we going to uh, chat about today? All right, we got a lot. We got uh, On This Day in History, all that stuff coming up, too. So, we start with our daily COVID update for the state of Montana. And uh, 65 new cases reported today. We have over 5,000 now, 5,017 uh, confirmed since March. Active, 1,529. Uh, 80 hospitalizations currently and 75 deaths, unfortunately. 3,413 recoveries. There are 569 active cases in Yellowstone County, 284 in Bighorn County. And those are the only ones in uh, triple digits. 
Missoula, 95. Lewis and Clark, 56. Cascade, 54. Flathead, 60. So, and 74 in, uh, uh, where did I grow up? <laughs> Callaton County. Whoa. Oof. It's been a long weekend. All right. Uh, so there we go. That is that. Over the weekend, well, Friday it actually came out uh, while we were still on the air, but Montana State football coach Jeff Choate was doing a uh, virtu- or did a press conference today. We'll talk about that in a second. But on Friday, he talked to Bruce Feldman from The Athletic. And it was very telling. Coach Choate, um, he's always very open and honest, and he did not hold back uh, about, A, the big sky moving to the spring, but more importantly, hammering on the NCAA and the Power Five. Here's a couple of quotes uh, from Jeff Cho. Told The Athletic on Friday, quote, It's heartbreaking for our sport. Football only matters if you have money. The Power Five commissioners and presidents backed the NCAA into a corner. The real tragedy here is we could not operate together in the best interest of our kids. It's not whether we're playing or not. The spirit of amateurism, which has been a fallacy for a long time, is totally gone now because we're saying if you can afford to test your players at this level or provide for them at this level, then you can participate at this great game we call football. But if you can't, then you're less than. We've created a different caste system here, end quote. Um, he added that you know he feels like he's, they're supported by Montana State. And he brings this up as well. And this is crazy. He said... Uh, quote, our president is awesome, speaking of Wadad Cruzado, and she is, uh, adding that at the 30,000-foot level with the NCAA, it's unbelievably unfair how these kids have been treated. The decision of whether to play or not to play should have been made a long time ago. Our kids are not summer stipend kids. They don't have cook-to-order breakfast that overlook like Washington, like we did at the University of Washington. Our kids don't have that stuff. They work summer jobs. They sacrifice to be here and train with their teammates. The NCAA's uh, inaction costs all of, or them all of that, sitting here on pins and needles, sometimes not being able to work because maybe they were contract or contact tracing because of somebody else, so they had to sit in their apartment for 14 days. And it's all because the NCAA refused to act, and they were being bullied by the Power Five. That's what this amounts to, end quote. That's big. And, you know, he's blaming the NCAA. I said, look, we're just going to leave it up to the, to the specific divisions. D2, D3 immediately canceled fall sports championships. FCS is moving to the spring. Most of the conferences, 9 of 13 at this moment, including the Big Sky. And uh, there, was a, there was a big big quote here that, that really stood out to me when he talked about... Um, Paying athletes and, and, and revenue, not really so much paying the athletes, but the revenue that will be lost. And if you have a uh, subscription to The Athletic, you need to go and read it. It is absolutely amazing what he talks about just in general. He's, he even said, you know, we can't do the start and stop, start and stop. And that's where they're at. And you're hearing from kids like he says, the Pac-12, Mountain West, we've talked about these kids that have said, Look, we want to have safety. We want to be guaranteed that we're going to be able to be safe if we play. But nobody can guarantee that. And, you know, he, he Coach Choate said, you, this should have been decided back in June. 
And I wholeheartedly agree. If you've been a listener of this show, you know that. That I have I have said this this needed to be done. These decisions need to be made in June, not now. Not two weeks before a season, or not a couple of days before school is supposed to start. And Coach Choke came out today. He did a, a virtual press conference. So a Zoom meeting. Um, Colton Poole on Twitter reported uh, Coach Choate saying that the team has stopped practicing for the time being. However, picking practices back up remains a possibility. And uh, Isaiah Fonse is joining Troy Anderson on the redshirt list for the year. That's the, the couple of the big statements that came out. I understand we're having some Internet issues. If you miss anything, you can go to JasonWalkerShow.com after the show and be able to watch it. So I apologize for the live feed that's uh, having a little bit of issues, but um, we'll get back up and uh, and everything will be frustrating. Internet sucks up where I live. <laughs> it absolutely sucks, and I apologize for that. All right, um, so there's Coach Choate's comments. So over the weekend, uh, Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback, came out and uh, was very vocal if they were to contract COVID-19. Well, here's the deal, Trevor Lawrence. I think you forget, and a lot of these players are forgetting, as well as coaches and administrators across the country, you're called a student athlete. Okay? Student athlete. The student comes first. It always has. And for the most part, unless your school like Providence goes online only in the fall, you're going to be on campus. If there's in-person learning, you're going to be on campus. You're going to be still there at school at Clemson or Tuscaloosa for Alabama, wherever you are, because Nick Saban came out with some statements today, and he's a moron. They're not sending kids home. If you have in-person learning on campus, you're going to be there. But at the hanging out together at parties and things like that, because that's what college kids do. And just nuts that you think Nick Saban said the same thing. They're safer on campus. You don't know that. These kids are going to go out. They're going to party. Whether it's at a bar, whether it's at a house party, whether it's at a lake, whatever they want to do, kids will find kids will find someone to hang out with and party with. Cuz that's what they do. Um, continuing. I just, that just, it's nuts, man. Um, so there's reports that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are going to postpone or cancel their seasons tomorrow. Really postpone to the spring. Or push for a later start, like October, November. Uh, so the Big Ten last week came out and said that basically they were all in. Hey, we're going to play. And in the last six days, they've changed their minds. Why? Well, here. Myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle, has been found in at least five Big Ten conference athletes 
and among several other athletes in other conferences. And we've been talking about the myocarditis for a couple of weeks now. Did you have the, the, the Boston Red Sox pitcher? Uh, Eduardo, um, what's his name? Rodriguez. Having to sit out the season because he had COVID-19, and now he's got heart issues. And that's a big story coming out today is the myocarditis. And rightfully so, because this isn't going away. And a lot is not known about a big, big deal. Um, people, so here's, here, here's myocarditis. Ready for this? Uh, according to a doctor, uh, says that people can get myocardial uh, uh, inflammation, feel fine, and never know it. Most athletes who get myocarditis will be able to safely return to sports after restriction of activity for three to six months. But in some cases, the inflammation, and this is from an ESPN.com uh, article from today. In some cases, the inflammation can turn into scar tissue and put the patient at risk for an irregular heartbeat that can lead to sudden cardiac arrest, which can be triggered by exercise. A study published in July in JAMA Cardiology found that of 100 adult patients in Germany who'd recovered from the COVID-19 infection, 60% had findings of ongoing myocardial inflammation. A recent review of myocarditis listed with the National Center for Biotechnology Information cites some estimates that find 1-5% to of all patients with acute viral infections may involve the myocardium or the muscle tissue of the heart. I just got over a viral condition, not COVID, but another viral infection. Am I gonna? Am I at risk for this? Potentially. I'm also not an athlete. But what's scaring schools right now, as <laughs> despite what Clay Travis wants you to believe that college athletes are at greater risk of getting struck by lightning, the reality is doctors don't fully understand the long-term risk, and that is what is scaring schools. And rightfully so, should be scaring schools. Because nobody knows. Nobody. Not even doctors fully understand what is going on with COVID-19 and the long-term effects. Scott Frost, the head coach in Nebraska, said they're going to look for other options if the Big Ten cancels or postpones the season. They're going to play no matter what. There's talk of... 12 or uh, 10 to 2 vote in the Big Ten from presidents who I think are going to vote tomorrow, it sounds like, to postpone the season. If that's the case, Nebraska and Ohio State and a couple other schools are looking to go to the Big 12 for the year. And the SEC is looking to poach teams for the year. Money over medicine is what college football is right now. Money over your student-athlete's well-being is what we're looking at right now. The Mid-America Conference came out over the weekend and canceled completely. The Mountain West canceled today, or postponed. There's a big difference between postpone and cancel, so we'll try to always use postpone. There are, yesterday, uh, Sports Illustrated's Ross Dellinger came out and said, there are meetings that are being planned for this week 
across the sport of football with the expected resolution of postponing all fall sports until 2021. Jim Harbaugh said that this virus can be controlled and handled. Well, it hasn't been yet, Jim. Has it? Scott Frost hasn't. You're not thinking of your student-athletes. You're just thinking of the money. Penn State coach, Shane Franklin, same thing. You're not thinking of the money. And let's be honest, high school and college kids are not doctors either. Okay, They are not anywhere close to knowing anything about COVID-19. So Trevor Lawrence can tweet out all he wants that, yeah, we want to play. Well, you know what? We want you to play, but we want you to be safe in the long run. We want you to be safe in the long term. There's a Florida State basketball player, former Florida State basketball player. Um, what's his name? Michael Ojo. Died Friday at the age of 27. He was uh, over in Belgrade, Serbia when he collapsed. Died of a heart attack, but he also tested positive and had coronavirus this summer. Connection? Looks like it. And it goes back to the myocarditis we just talked about. What about these Carroll College student-athletes that have had COVID over the summer? Because there's been a few of them. Are they worried about their long-term health? I don't know. Are these are these coaches worried? No. Coaches aren't worried about the long-term health of these student-athletes right now. Look at Scott Frost. Look at Jim Harbaugh's comments. James Franklin. It's all about the money. It's all about the Benjamins. They don't care about the student-athlete's health. The presidents of the universities appear to, but it appears most athletic directors do not. The Mountain West postponed today. The MAC did over the weekend. Those are two FBS conferences. That's 26 teams said, yeah, we're going to worry about safety a little bit. You want to weigh in? You can. You can tweet. You can call. You can text. You can Facebook. You can get a hold of me anyway. Email if you want to. JasonWalkerSports at gmail.com, at JWalkerSports on the Twitter, Facebook as well. My number's out there. There's no guarantee of safety right now, folks, and that is what is the scary part. This isn't fear-mongering. This isn't fear-porn, as Clay Travis likes to put out. These are actual, legitimate concerns you okay with sending your 17-year-old out to play a game of football this fall? Just so you can root them on, have a senior season? Sucks for the kids. What if they have a long-term effect? What if they die? Because this is legit. We're going to talk to uh, a great athlete next, great student athlete. His name is Noah Kovic. He won a big wrestling match, a big tournament. And uh, we want some positives. So we'll talk to Noah when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. Uh, Saints volleyball coach Mo Boyle coming up as well. Stick with us. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the major mortgage team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden and MLS number 1246357 a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Monday, Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave. Mo Boyle, head coach of Carroll College Volleyball, coming up in about 20 minutes. Also on this day in history, our auto contest performance of the week. Got some great nominees and a whole lot more. I uh, want to bring in our first guest today on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Just won a big wrestling tournament a little over a week ago. He's also what a state state double A wrestling champ. His name is Noah Kovic, and he joins us now on the Jason Walker Show. How you doing, my man? I'm good. How are you? I'm uh, I'm great. So, uh, how's your summer been? Oh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty filled with wrestling, even despite COVID nineteen. Are you, how concerned have you been, Noah, with uh, the close contact of you know what wrestling is? You know, I've been kind of concerned, but I also know that. There's the CDC is kind of running the tournament, so I'm not as concerned because I know they, they know what they're doing. Yep, yep, no, definitely. And, uh, of course, you guys are probably getting tested a lot, aren't you? How many tests have you had? Uh, I haven't even had one. But... Oh, wow, nice. Well, that's even that's even better. It means you haven't been sick. 
Noah Kovic joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, take me through this wrestling tournament you just won, uh, what, a little over a week ago, and it was Greco-Roman style. Yeah, it was It was uh, pretty fun. There was 90 state champs total in the high school division, which and I think there was like 300 total kids. So I had about five state champs in my bracket, and I wrestled uh, state runner-up my first round, and I packed him 10-0. Uh, wow. And then... My second match, I wrestled another state to beat him, thirteen to two, which was a tag. Yep. And then in my semis, I wrestled a two timer and I beat him two zero. And then uh, take me through the final. You there? Uh Oh, did we lose Noah? Yeah. Oh, there he is. Um, yeah, I cut out with it. And then in the finals, I beat the kid 6-1, and he was uh, also a state champ from Oregon. Wow. So uh, where were all these kids from? Um, most of them were from, well, it was like a western state kind of thing, so most of them were from the surrounding states. But I had a kid from California, two from Oregon, and one from Washington. Nice. Um, that's got to give you confidence as you uh, – <laughs> You get ready for uh, the, the the upcoming year. Yes, it does. <laughs> hey, um, Noah Kovic, our guest here, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. I gotta ask because um, I mean, you're dealing with when you. What's the difference between a state tournament and what you just won uh, a week ago? Because there's not all these champions at a state tournament at Metro Park. Um, but there's, I mean, there's a lot, but they're not all runners up and all these, you know, what'd you say? 90 state champs at this deal uh, over the weekend. Um, I think it was a lot different just because uh, there's no, there's not a lot of stress. I don't really have to prove myself. So I can just go out there and have fun. Nice. Hey, would you rather win? All right. So you had a, what, a 13, two technical fall win and a two, nothing win. What's obviously the pin is the best, but, um, would you rather win by tech or win a close decision? Uh, it definitely feels way better to win by tech over some some good kids who are definitely know what they're doing compared to a two o two kids who know what they're doing. Right? Because well, I just I ask because it's it, it would is it easier mentally during the the match? You're like, man, I got okay, I, I got this the one wrapped up. Let's just you know, cruise to the end as opposed to fighting to the very end, whether you're up 2 nothing or, you know, you need a takedown to, to, to win 3-2, so to speak, or, you know, um, there's a lot of stress level if it's closer. So do you prefer those those blowouts? Uh, I definitely do because it just kind of lets me know that I, I'm dominating them and I'm better than them. Where was this tournament? Uh, when was it or what was it? Where was it? Oh, it was in Fairfield. Uh, Fairview, uh, Utah. Oh, okay. Um, great tournament win, man. And that's just, that's awesome. Um, and like you said, you don't have pressure to prove yourself at, at something like this. But at the end of the day, it, it's still pretty impressive for you. I mean, we talked about your confidence, but, you know, you know that you can compete with anybody in the country now. It's not just the state of Montana. Yeah, it's super cool to know that. But I, I know I, it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to phrase it. Um, take me through your preparation. What was different between state and this tournament? Well, before state, you know, I was kind of nerve-wracking. I was only working on things that I knew I was good at to just kind of 
get them solidified for the state tournament. But for these kind of tournaments, I'm I'm having a lot of fun at practice, and I'm not worried about uh, working on the things I'm super good at. It's more of just working on things I'm not good at and trying them out in these tournaments that don't matter as much to me. That is very cool. And then you just go out and win. I mean, it's just uh, what what's coming up? How many uh, tournaments you got the rest of the summer? Well, I think I'm going to be going to preseason nationals, which is October 6th, but that'll probably be my last tournament before high school season, just because of COVID cancel and everything. Yeah, are you worried about your upcoming season and 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 the fall with everything at, at Capitol High? Are you worried that you're going to be online only? Um, I'm not too worried. I know that uh, Capitol's doing everything that they can to make sure that our school and our senior year is going to be the best it can be. But I know when it comes to wrestling, I'm a little worried, but that's just the way that life goes sometimes. And I've, I'm, I've proven myself at big tournaments, so I'm not too entirely worried about it. What would you miss the most if there's no season? I would definitely miss winning. That's definitely <laughs> what I would miss. I love that. That's a, that's a winner's attitude right there i just love it you're a winner and this is cool um super awesome so are you friends with any of these guys that you just beat or, or is it just like hey i just uh whooped you i'm better montana's better than oregon and california well i mean i'm friends with most of the kids that i end up wrestling just because of wrestling all around the country as a kid before high school and meeting all these familiar faces but uh you know it when it when it's Time to wrestle is time to wrestle, and it's not about having friends. It's just about the sport. <laughs> Love that. Noah Kovic joining us here, Jason Walker Show. A couple final questions for you. But um, I know you've been practicing outside of the norm of the school. And uh, how has your summer practice schedule been different this year than opposed to last year pre-COVID? Uh, well, I'm making a lot of trips in my car by myself to uh, Bozeman and Three Forts and all, all these closer places to kind of get in the room with kids who will make me better and my parents have built me a wrestling room which is super nice for me my little brother and all of our teammates to come wrestling to get better at this summer that's awesome uh i heard about the wrestling room the way it's location awesome that you uh, are able to do this and uh it, it's very cool that you're still able to continue something that you love in a time that nobody knows you know what the future holds for sports yeah, it's definitely super nice to be able to just keep working and not have to worry about wearing a mask there or all the precautions with the whole virus. Would it be hard to wear a mask while you wrestled? Oh, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> is it the breathing aspect of it or just because, I mean, the headgear itself is bad enough to kind of keep on your head during a match. Uh, I can't imagine that the mask would be any easier. Yeah, I think you know it definitely affects your breathing, but it's also just super uncomfortable to wear when you're wrestling. It definitely will come off just with how wrestling works. So, how's your weight been? Holding steady, or you uh, increased at all? Uh well, I wrestled 182 uh, in Utah. Nice. But, uh, that's not where I'm But uh, I've been kind of sitting at like the 190s. Gotcha. Um, Nothing too over. I can't remember the last time I was 182. Might have been about six years ago. I need to get back to that level. Maybe I need to come work out with you guys. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> hey, I used to wrestle. I took third at state one time. 
<laughs> but I'm a I, I don't I'm not uh, I'm not as as apt and up to date on this as uh, as you guys are. Um, I asked you this after you won back in February, but what's your go-to move? Uh, definitely uh, overtime fly-by or an ankle pick. Those are definitely the two things that have brought me a lot of success. Um, how many pins do you have in your career? Oh, I don't. I don't keep track. You told me that back in February too. You don't know how many matches you won last year either. No, I, I don't keep track. I just <laughs> you just go out and win. That's all you do. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. What's the outlook for the Bruins wrestling squad this year? I uh, you know. I think we're going to be a top three school this year. We got a lot of tough kids and a lot of kids who are willing to put in the work to uh, be good. And I don't think a lot of programs around the state have that right now. And we have a lot of experienced kids, kids who have been put on the varsity team as a freshman mm-hmm. when we were struggling as a team. And I think now it's going to show this year. That would be awesome. Uh, I know Coach Mahane has done a hell of a job over there um, at uh, at Capital. And when you look at the guys that have su- had success the last couple of years, they're all back. And that just helps you guys as a as a team. And uh, the young kids can uh, to, to, can definitely learn something from you guys. This is cool. Yeah, super nice. I mean, we definitely lost two of our better kids this senior year, but we got kids who have been working with them for the past three years who are right there with them who are going to be able to definitely fill in their shoes. How's your brother going to do? Uh, I think he's going to win a state title. He's wrestling all summer. He's been working out a lot with me, and he's looking super tough. Who wins, you or him? Me, of course. Uh, <laughs> he's almost scored a few times. I got you. He's almost said a few times. Gotcha. Um, and you can't let him win, right? Because that just that's false confidence. No, I can't give him any pride when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> Noah Kovic, our guest here. All right, you said you were driving to Bozeman and Three Forks a lot. What's your uh, what's your music choice on the road? I definitely listen to a podcast. It's a lot easier to drive. So you're listening to the Jason Walker Show podcast while you drive? Oh, every time. Every time. <laughs> Oh, man, you're the best. Hey, uh, congratulations on the big win and uh, continued success. And uh, stay safe, my man, and uh, look forward to talking to you uh, this winter when we get going for wrestling. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, and have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too. That's Noah Kovic. He uh, just won a big, big uh, tournament down in uh, Utah. What a stud. He is so good at what he does, and uh, he's funny too. What a great kid. Great family. Um, And if you missed anything, you can listen later on the Jason Walker Show uh, dot com, and we'll have the entire show in its entirety up, um, hopefully interruption free. <laughs> With we've had a few interruptions today, uh, so there you go, Noah Kovic. Congratulations, great news, great great stuff. And that brings me to our auto contest performance of the week. We saw some great nominees. Um, saw the, the Bozeman Bucks repeat as state American Legion champs at Double A. The Billings Blue Jays winning the state A title. Uh, there was some uh, other stuff. I um, I'm almost willing to give it to wanting to give it to Jeff Choate for his comments that he had last week um, on Friday to the Athletic that we talked about earlier in the show. But I got to give it to Noah Noah Kovic winning a, a tournament in in Utah, our Auto Contest Performance of the Week, and he talked about it. Ninety different state champs were there, a ton of runner ups, a runners up that were there, and he beat some state champs in the semifinals and the final to uh, to go win this thing. Uh, uh, down in uh, in Fairview, Utah. That's awesome. And with 300 kids, you know, and, and multiple state champs in your weight bracket, 
and you go down and smoke him like he did, that's awesome, man. So that's our auto contest performance of the week is uh, Noah Kovic uh, for his winning um, last week down at Utah. All right, we're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to talk some volleyball. And we talked to Dave Thorvalson last week. What does the soccer season move to the spring mean? And how does that affect recruiting? How does it affect preparation? How does it affect a lot of things? Well, we're going to talk to Mo Boyle because the Frontier Conference moved the volleyball season to the spring. And we'll ask her a lot of those questions. And we'll find out what she says. When we come back, Jason Walker Show, this segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Dinners Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan Tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinners Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then 
Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back on a Monday, Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show. Thanks to Noah Kovic for joining us. A little bit earlier, our auto concepts performance of the week. Won a big uh, big tournament down in Utah wrestling, and that's awesome. Uh, on this day in history coming up, got some more uh, thoughts on uh, COVID and stuff, and we'll go from there. But I want to bring in our next guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the longtime successful volleyball coach at Carroll College, Mo Boyle. Coach, how are you? Good, thanks, Jason. Thanks for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. How's your summer been? Uh, good. Uh, I don't know when um, spring ended and summer began, but it's still going. Um, we've we've been able to and lucky enough to see do all this uh, through all this COVID stuff almost every Wednesday. Um, your son Kieran put on a, a basement concert with uh, the little sister and with mom sometimes on the piano as accompaniment. It's been kind of fun to watch. It's been awesome. Oh, good. I uh, I try the best I can to stay out of those concerts, and sometimes he calls me up to do the one song that I can play. Um, but he's been trying to keep people entertained about once a week, but he's really waned lately, so try to get him back in there. He definitely has. It was fun early, and then he's almost like, oh, you know what, I'm not getting paid for this. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. He's a, he's a teenager, and I think he likes to sleep or or go out with his friends. Yeah, so. there you go. There you go. Mo Boyle joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right, the announcement last week, the Frontier Conference moving the uh, the volleyball season from the fall to the spring. It is a bummer, um, but what's your what were your initial thoughts and how are you feeling after the weekend? Uh, total bummer. I, I really feel like um, it could have been an opportunity for at least a little bit of normal, normalcy for some people. Um, I do believe that volleyball is one of the sports that you can control and disinfect accordingly. You know, we don't touch uh, unless it's an accident and they end up tangling feet under the net and end up with a sprained ankle. Um, we could exchange the ball every play. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can do in volleyball that uh, avoids any kind of touching whatsoever. And fans in the seats or not, we could live stream it for people uh, just to give these kids a chance to to play, to, to do something outside of quarantine. And um, I think we missed that. Um, I really felt for kids like, you know, Maddie Quick walked with graduation or virtually walked, I guess, in May. Uh, and she was just sticking around for another semester to give it her last year, uh, semester of eligibility. And so unless the NAI comes up with some kind of arrangement where these kids who have already uh, – you know, done their requirements for graduation um, and they can come back in the spring and play, you know, it's kids like her that are done. And, you know, as much as I'm going to try to help her uh, fulfill that last year of eligibility next spring, she's not alone. You know, there's right. a lot of kids who are in the same boat. And so, you know, those, those are the kids that you feel for. And, um, you know, and, and it was a plan A, and if plan A didn't work out, then, then we would move to spring and that was plan B. Well, now, now volleyball's in the spring, and what's plan B, you know? Right. 
how much of an effect did Providence going online only have on the Frontiers decision, do you feel? Because that's a bummer, too, uh, especially for those kids. Absolutely. And and I do feel like the um, the conference and the president uh, obviously made a valiant effort to keep them part of the so-called Frontier family and had them in mind when making some of their decisions. Um, I, I wonder often if, if Providence had football, would we be going with football? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know that answer. But um, on the flip side, if it truly is for the safety and well-being of our student athletes and ourselves, then I'm 100% in and decisions been made. And so I've conceded. Mo Boyle, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. That's a big, big thing that the everybody's been saying is the health and safety of the players comes first and foremost. And at the smaller levels, like we see at the NAI, D2, D3, I can believe that. Um, not even going to touch the NCAA uh, TV contracts, especially with football. But when you look at the health and safety, and it's to me, Coach, it's the long-term effects of like a myocarditis and a heart issue that and lung issues that we just don't know anything about yet. And to me, that's the scary part of just sending our kids out to play a sport. Oh, I think so, too. And um, and we don't know, and I think that's the, the biggest issue with where we're at right now. Uh, and some people have symptoms and some don't. I mean, there, there's been those stories as well. And we've had a handful of kids at Carroll uh, over the summer who have tested positive, and some with and some without symptoms. Yeah. And are they false positives are they real positive you know and they serve their quarantine and we move on but we don't know it's too soon to know after they serve their quarantine what it has done or if it has done anything to them uh how did this affect your spring i talked to dave thorvalson who normally you guys are in vegas together because you have big volleyball and softball or uh, soccer recruiting stuff in the spring how did this affect you uh for volleyball recruiting well right now significantly simply because a lot of these high school sports are moving forward and not just in Montana, but um, I think that it's going to change the club scene uh, because club basically goes from, you know, when we get done in November, early December through May, sometimes those tournaments go into June. Um, That's where we do a ton of recruiting for, you know, the next two, sometimes three years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do have a couple signed for 2021, um, and uh, at this time I'm relieved about that, but I still have have spots to fill and kids in line to do that, but I haven't had them on campus yet. And at this point, I don't know when that will be because you want to get them on campus when your kids have an opportunity to play with them, and we can't play right now. How have you been able to, as a team, hold any summer workouts? Uh, well, um, we met as a team on Zoom every week, um, starting in March, and they had workouts to do. You know, Jim Hogan is our strength and conditioning coach for volleyball, mm-hmm. and he kept them pretty busy, um, even to the point where uh, his daughter was demonstrating, um, you know, the lifts and the exercises that he had them doing without a weight room, and so. He's been extremely creative in trying to help them stay afloat in that way. Uh, but they also did um, Zoom workouts together mm. where they could dial in and as many that could do it without, you know, having to go to work or 
doing their nanny job or whatever it was. If, if they could dial in, they did. And they did some CrossFit workouts together or some high intensity workouts together via Zoom. And I think that's, that's kind of the generation that we're raising, I guess. And yeah. the accountability piece is through a computer or a phone. Um, but at least they have the creativity to do it. And I do know that when we Zoomed last week, uh, when I told them that our season had been, had been pushed to the spring, it was pretty devastating. And so, you know, as much as that was fun and the novelty is great, uh, I don't think it's really what they want to do. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. If the fall sports is getting the, the hose right now, if you look at it, I guess this is the term to use. Um, we don't know about winter sports. I mean, we're not even sure that if there's going to be a season in the spring yet. And I think that's, no, that's a right. scary part for a lot of these, especially the seniors um, at this level, because at any level, but in the NAI, you know, this is it. They're not they're they're not going on to uh, you know a, a an Olympic career, so to speak. No, right. And you know, my message to my team has been, and and even since March, you know, there are kids who were in spring sports last year who maybe got to practice a couple of months but never got to play, and that may be the case for next spring as well. Uh, if we get to play at all we better be fortunate to know that we got to play one more day or one more week or one more season um, because there are kids who have already lost the season and had to make their decisions early because this didn't just start with this fall. And I think we forget about those kids who had to deal with this last spring or those basketball teams that didn't get to finish their national tournament. Right. Well, Coach Moboy, yeah. our guest here, Jason Walker show. With volleyball and moving to the spring, and it's the same case with football, especially at the NAI level, a lot of these kids do multiple sports at Carroll College, at Tech, at Rocky, other, other schools, including volleyball players that are either on the you know track team, whether it's indoor and outdoor, uh, or other things. I mean, this is a, a, this is a multi-sport athletes we're talking about. How will volleyball moving to the spring affect a couple of your girls that do do track? Yeah, it's going to affect them, and... You know, we're trying to, um, at this point, you know, as of today, and that's all we can work with is today, we're going to try to work with those kids who are um, volleyball and track kids to give them the opportunity to pursue both um, to the best of their ability without, you know, sacrificing to the team's detriment. And, you know, they came here, a lot of them came here for that reason, that they could do both. and. As best we can, we're going to try to provide that opportunity uh, without them kind of getting in the way, but making it more of a, a coach-led discussion so that, you know, it isn't anything that they regret later on. Well, a big question with that then, Coach, would be like scholarship money because a lot of your, the uh, student-athletes get scholarship money from both. So if they have to choose, do they lose that and then have to pay the school? I mean, this is there's other decisions than just – well, we're, we're, we're moving the season from this fall to the spring. There's there's a lot of things behind the scenes that have to be worked out. Yeah, absolutely. And and I really believe that that isn't, at this point, that's not that's not the uh, student-athlete's, um, I don't know, cause to fight. Right. I think that that coaches trying to make sure that we have all the information and the NAI passing down whatever uh, guidelines that they have because, Hopefully they've thought about some of these things and are not putting the colleges and universities in a tough situation where we do have to 
um, make sure that the, I mean, we really do have to make sure that the students come first. Right. It can't be a, a second tier uh, decision. They have to have made this decision based solely on the student athletes. And if they do that, then all the guidelines should point to what's best for the student, not what's best for the team or the coach or the school. Well, Boyle, our guest here, uh, Jeff Choate, the head coach at Montana State Football last week, uh, basically ripped apart the NCAA and the Power Five conferences and said we should have been making these decisions back in June. Do you kind of feel the same way with the NAI as far as um, you, you got to make these decisions a lot earlier than, I mean, you're supposed to start practice, um, what, this week? Yeah, our girls were supposed to report in the next two days, and, you know, really our, our first competition was going to be next week. And right. so, yeah, uh, I really believe these decisions could have been made a few months ago. I think we all saw some writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, we are in unprecedented times where nobody's been through this before. And uh, my mom is in her 80s, and she remembers the polio um, epidemic and all that that did to the world at that time. And nobody really knew anything then either. And not that we haven't come very far. It's just about every 80 to a hundred years, we have something that, that, I don't know, uproots our lives and makes us uh, rethink the importance of things. And I know that financially there are schools that are relying on athletics. I know that there are student athletes relying heavily on athletics. You know, the athletics is heavily relying on uh, these kids to come to school. And at the same time, we each individually have to do what's right for us. And and that has to be whatever that decision is, has to be okay with everybody. Yeah, no, and, and nobody's going to be pleased with literally any decision that's made because people are going to no. be upset whether you play in the fall, whether you play in the spring. Um, I just, I feel for, for you guys, and I told Coach Thorvalson this last week, I can't imagine being in, in your shoes where you have to tell your team, like, hey, we are, we're going to practice today, but after that, we don't know what the heck's going on. And I, I feel for you guys. Yeah, I remember in the spring when we had our last practice and then all of a sudden everything was canceled and kind of out of the blue, you know, because you knew something was going on, but I don't think anybody really realized. You know, I remember my kids, getting sent home from school and you think, Oh, are they going to be going back next week? Are we going to be going back in two weeks? You know, and here we are months and months later wondering if we're going back to school right now. Right. Uh, it really is something that I, I think that people have had to take a hard look at, at their lives to make sure that the decisions that they're making are the right decisions for them uh, because nobody can make them for us right now. Uh, had the season gone on in the fall, but they moved the championships to the spring like they did a few weeks ago. Would you guys still have been playing? And then how difficult would that have been to play a full season in the fall? And this again, this is hypothetical, but then wait months and months before a championship. Well, I, I really believe that if we were playing in the fall, we would get into the season and um, chances are high that we would be paused at some point during the season, right? Yep. yep. And maybe then you move the rest of the season to the spring. Um, now, had we completed a season uh, in the fall and we have our, you know, Frontier Conference champion, then I think you uh, maybe tune up for a couple of weeks before the national championship and 
and you move forward with your, your champion. Uh, but really that's what it looked like. And, um, I, I don't know if anybody really thinks that we're going to get a full season in the fall, whether their conferences are playing or not, but the chances are pretty slim to get through it anyway. Well, it's, it's going to be a very tough fall. Um, like you said, we don't even know if our, our kids are going to school at, from kindergarten to college. So, Correct. Yeah, I mean, there's some states that they have shut their schools down already. Yep, yeah. And Montana, I, I don't know if it's going to happen, but, I mean, I think Helena's looking some online and some in person, so who knows. And, and I know my biggest fear, Coach, is that when kids come back to campus – uh, next week, because school's supposed to start on the 17th, that we're going to see a big explosion of the, this virus in a couple of weeks around Labor Day because they're not coming from just Helena to go to school at Carroll. They're coming from literally all over the country. Right. And that's well, scary. And, and yeah, and not just Labor Day, but then people will gather at Labor Day and you're going to have another jump two weeks after that. Yep, so, yep. yeah, I I think we have. There's, there's plenty of hardship to come, I think, and it's really going to be a matter of time before we see what happens. Well, we're uh, we're on your side, Coach. Um, I'm always rooting for you because uh, you're one of the best. Keep those concerts coming. Tell, no, tell Karen it. to get going again. Um, we miss it. And I, I did put in a request. I think the one song, Paco Bell Cannon in D, uh, you killed it on the piano. And uh, he, he, he's, uh, he's the best there is on the violin, so. Thanks. I'll tell him. <laughs> you do that. Hey, uh, we appreciate it, Coach. Take care, and uh, we'll talk down the road. Thanks so much. Yep, that is uh, Carol Volleyball Coach Mo Boyle joining us here. Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. This segment brought to you by our friends at record, or at uh, Mark LaRoe Photography. Uh, Mark is uh, offering an unbelievable deal. Two of them. Two of them, actually. Ready for this? If you purchase a senior portrait package or a family portrait package, you get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print. If you purchase anything from MarkLaRoePhotography.com, such as this photo from the Ennis 4th of July rodeo, from uh, July the 3rd, this was taken during the Cowboy Prayer, um, that was it, uh, is for sale, and you get 20% off if you purchase at MarkLaRoePhotography.com by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. So uh, to get there. Uh, appreciate Mo Boyle joining us. Appreciate Noah Kovic joining us today. If you missed anything, you can go to uh, jasonwalkershow.com. Uh, in about an hour, we'll have the show posted up, and uh, you can rewatch or re-listen at um, however comfortable you feel. All right, so let's see. Today is uh, August the 10th. It is National S'mores Day. It is uh, National Connecticut Day and National Lazy Day. So there you go. Uh, 1934, Babe Ruth announced his, this would be his final season as a full-time player. Uh, 1944, Red Barrett of the Braves needed 58 pitches to pitch a 2 nothing complete game shutout win. 58 pitches in nine innings. Greg Maddox did it a couple of times under 80, I think 76, but 58 pitches for a complete game. Wow. 1975, Jack Nicklaus wins the PGA Championship, his fourth 1980, he would win his fifth. 1977, the Phillies and Expos played a doubleheader, went till 3.23 in the morning. 1981, on this date, Pete Rose gathered his 3,631st career hit, breaking Stan Musial's National League hit record. 1984, the famous crash at the L.A. Olympics. Mary Decker and Zola Budd. Decker fell down, could not finish the race. 
Bud finished seventh. Uh, Mauricia Pucha of Romania would win that one. 1960, the L.A. premiere of the great uh, Alfred Hitchcock thriller Psycho uh, happened on this date in 1960 in Los Angeles. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Uh, we learned that our uh, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week, Noah Kovic, winning a big uh, wrestling tournament uh, down in uh, Utah oh, about a week ago. And uh, congratulations. He beat he beat a bunch of state champs and, and state runners up from other states. There were 90 state champs at that tournament in Utah. That is so awesome. Congrats, Noah. And Mo Boyle got her thoughts on uh, the, the season moving from uh, the fall to the spring for volleyball in the frontier. And I think we're going to see more and more of this. The Big 12, the Pac-12, probably tomorrow will announce uh, that they're going to be uh, postponing their season, whether it's to an October-November start or to the spring. Uh, the Big 12 is still on the fence. Uh, we learned today that Scott Frost, the head coach at Nebraska, Nick Saban, the head coach of Alabama, Jim Harbaugh, head coach at uh, Michigan, and Penn State's head coach James Franklin are all a bunch of idiots. Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson quarterback, great athlete, not so smart. People saying that kids are going to get sent home from if there's no football season in this fall are a bunch of idiots. You're not, their kids aren't, unless they're going in person or online only learning, you're still going to be on campus. You're still, at the end of the day, and this goes to high school too, you are a student athlete. You're not going to be sent home if, if there's no fall football season on campus. Okay? If they move it to the spring, you're still going to be on campus. If Montana State and, and UM and Carroll and Rocky and all the schools in Montana, continue, aside from Providence, to have in-person learning, you're still going to be in-person on campus. Trevor Lawrence saying, and Nick Saban saying that they're safer on campus might be true. But saying that they're going to, you know, get sick if they head home and get sent home, you're a bunch of morons. You don't know what you're talking about, Trevor Lawrence. You're not a doctor. And neither is Nick Saban. No, Nick Saban. So that's just my thoughts. If you want to weigh in on any of this, you can. You can email me anytime. You can text. You can you can Facebook. You can you can get a hold of me. Jason Walker Sports at gmail dot com, at Jay Walker on the sports on the Twitter at Jay Walker Sports, and also on Facebook. And my phone number is right on the Facebook page. You can text. You can call. Put me on the show. I'll put you on. Thanks to uh, Noah Kovic Mobile. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Kyle Mahelish, Capital Football Coach, going to sit in studio with us. In the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Paul Schwendelson from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle will join us. We'll get his thoughts on uh, a lot of the Jeff Choate conversation that's floating around. And uh, his news conference today. So we'll talk to him. And uh, also this week we have Scott Evans coming up. We're going to talk to uh, Lance Hartzler of Northern Arizona uh, beat writer. And Nicole Rigoni from the Pac-12 Network will join us as well. It's going to be a big week. Lots of stuff is going to happen in college sports this week, and we'll keep you abreast of all of it right here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 4, Kyle Mahelish in studio. We'll see you then. JasonWalkerShow.com if you missed anything. 
Bye. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.